knowledge of corporations. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! It's Thursday, May 25th, 2023. So headlines today for this Thursday, obviously most people must know this, is that Ron DeSantis officially enters the presidential race in one of the weakest campaign launches in decades. Was this on purpose? Hard to know. Also, Black Lives Matter is close to insolvency. No surprise here. I'm not gonna go into why. But didn't anyone spot the grift years ago? Even before the protests and everything. I think George Soros was behind their founding. Also, Stranger Things, after the U-Haul truck attack on the White House, several miles away, a heavily armed man was detained and arrested on preschool grounds in Virginia, saying he was going to CIA headquarters in Langley. So I'm going to be covering these headlines and more. But don't forget to engage the channel. Like, subscribe, leave a comment down below. And share the podcast. All right, let's get into it. All right, we're going to start out here um, with Mediaite. Fox News trolls disaster DeSantis launch on Twitter after analysts crowned Musk the new Murdoch. Well, a lot of people have been talking about that Twitter is going to be the new home for conservative media. And I'll just read the lead here. Uh, Fox News ridiculed Ron DeSantis' chaotic Twitter-based 2024 presidential campaign launch on Wednesday after analysts suggested that Elon Musk's social network could be the new Fox News following DeSantis' Twitter Spaces event, which had play, which was plagued with technical difficulties prohibiting many people from listening into the Florida governor's presidential campaign launch, Fox News led with the tag Amateur Hour and the headline Much Hype Presidential Announcement, a disaster for Twitter due to tech issues. Fox News then rubbed it in with a breaking news notification programming alert. Want to actually see and hear Ron DeSantis tune into Fox News at 8 p.m. Who knows if this was sabotage? It sounds like it. Uh, whether it was a self-inflicted wound, was it on purpose? Who knows? Maybe they want Ron DeSantis to derail Trump, but not to get enough traction to actually get elected. So he will be smeared uh, only enough to ruin his chances at a general election, not enough to um, not take on the Trump campaign, which it's unlikely that he will derail the front runner, Donald Trump, and I'm sick and tired of Dave Rubin and sick and tired of all these DeSantis or nothing people. They're just, out of all the things all these people on the right have been saying all these years, it, it just, it, it, if you just put all your chips on DeSantis, you're not with the movement at all. Many people, including my, Mark, Mark Dice, if anybody uh, saw his program today, he put it all together. As a team, they would trounce anybody, but did they get together and, you know, and put their beef aside to uh, benefit the country? 
No. You had special interests going to back DeSantis to derail Trump and not joining forces. Everyone should be joining forces to defeat the deep state and the Democrats, but that's not happening. So the question is why? Why is DeSantis doing this? And like I said, I'm sick of Dave Rubin. All he does is stump for DeSantis all day long. I know he's your governor. I know he did a lot of great things as governor. And as a governor, he's great. But we need somebody who can withstand the fire of going into uh, the lion's den, so to speak, against the deep state in particular and, and the Democrats, obviously. And they're cheating. And you have to be willing to come out and call the cheaters cheating. You know, the fact that, oh, you can't say that the 2020 election was on, you know, come on. Let's just get our heads out of our asses for a second. So the New York Post reports BLM recorded 9 million deficit in 2022, but still paid millions to execs tax docs. Wow, is this any surprise that a company, uh, <laughs> that a uh, NGO like this, um, you know, didn't pay, <laughs> you know, it's... I remember when I uh, I was doing community services, Save the Children. Now, Save the Children is supposed to be a non, an NGO, uh, a not-for-profit, and I got to look at a pie chart when I was there showing where all the money went, and 90% of the money they took in went to the executive team. To me, that's not a not-for-profit. You know, obviously, you have to pay your executives, but if they really want to work for a not-for-profit, you should be taking a reduced salary at the very least. So uh, tax documents posted online show that BLM's Global Network Foundation ended the financial year in the red to the tune of eight mil or nine million dollars. The filings show that the nonprofit re recorded revenue of eight point five million, roughly half of the more than seventeen million it spent. It's a grift, you know, and the people in charge know that. The fact that nobody even spotted this ever uh, is just ridiculous because. <sighs> It's just absurd to think that these people, this person here, I'm showing a picture of Patrice Colliers, that they wouldn't just take money for their own. I've, I've, I've seen and I've covered stories endless times of supposed not-for-profit groups that want to help the people, but BLM didn't help anybody and particularly didn't help the black community. They just took the money for themselves. Uh, and why is that surprising? Because the fact is it's, it's the corruption People are corrupted, and so now they need to do the bidding of who controls them, who corrupted them. So the, someone's going to approach them and go, you got all this money, you got these million-dollar houses, I could take all this away unless you do what I say. So there are a couple articles I wanted to hit here about DeSantis. Ron DeSantis joins White House race, tripped up by chaotic, uh, chaotic Twitter launch. And Fox News host Mark Levin gets blasted by MAGA Twitter after posting a link to DeSantis' donation page. Again, people that are going against the movement and that many Trump loyalists see it or MAGA people see it as going against the movement by supporting somebody who's behind against Trump. And that includes DeSantis. The Washington Post, DeSantis signs law allowing him to run for president while remaining governor. The Washington Post is running this, but... Many governors who run for president uh, pass laws to allow them to do so. This isn't unusual at all. And then going back to BLM is insolvent after plunging $8.5 million into red last year. This is from the Daily Mail. BLM is nearly insolvent after plunging. And this is no surprise, obviously.
So I want to go back to the U-Haul accident because I was calling it um, the U-Haul attack on the White House, which is obviously contrived. Just the nature of it. Obviously, the guy's a lunatic. Um, How the FBI got him to do it is another story entirely. But apparently now the only eyewitness was a, a not a Capitol Police, but a Park police officer that arrested the man and that said he got out of the, uh, the cab of the truck waving a Nazi flag. Now, I have a problem with this because there's only one eyewitness, fine, whatever the arresting officer says. It's he bought, he said he bought the Nazi flag online and he says, you know, the Nazis did a lot of things. Uh, apparently, this this guy, Cy, um, Cy Varsith Kandula, and it says that he removed it, removed the flag from his backpack shortly after smashing the truck onto the barrier near the north side of Lafayette Square on Monday around. 10 p.m. according to charging documents, according to the documents, he was quickly arrested by the park police who rushed to the scene and then the crash saw him take out the, the flag. He had flown, Candula told the Secret Service agents that he had flown from St. Louis on a one-way ticket that night. After months of planning, he wanted to get to the White House, seize power and be put in charge of the nation and kill the president if that's what I have to do. He bought a one-way ticket and said the Nazis are great had a great history and authoritarian nature, eugenics, and their one world leader. This guy's obviously a crackpot, but the problem is, is that why would he have the flag in his backpack and not in his pocket? It just, the whole thing seems contrived. And so, okay, was it planted on the scene? Maybe, maybe not. You had one witness that said he got it out and started waving it around. Waving it around to who? It's 10 o'clock at night. No, I mean, who who, who was there? Why would he wave it around? After doing what? After crashing into a barrier? It's not like he caused any damage. And did he wave it around and, and, and announce his fealty to the Nazi party? It's just, none of this makes any sense. And it doesn't make any sense because it's contrived. But people have to look into this. This is from the New York Post. Man arrested with AK-47 handgun ammo at Virginia preschool. Trespasser carrying AK-47 handgun and loads of ammo was arrested at a preschool in Virginia as he claimed he was headed to the nearby CIA headquarters. Maybe he was. Eric Sandow, 32 of Florida, was taken into custody on Tuesday at the Dolly Madison Preschool in McLean after he was caught sneaking onto school grounds. Officials recovered an AK-47 assault rifle and five extra magazines, a handgun with six extra magazines, as well as several boxes of bags of ammo from the via- from his vehicle. Police said Sandow told him he was actually headed to CIA headquarters in Langley, Less than two miles away from the school, the preschool said in a statement that Sandow was asked to come into the school to use the restroom with all the ammo. At no point did he gain physical entrance to the school. Crazy. But um, to be honest with you, this there have been a lot of people arrested, uh, people pulled over with uh, lots of ammunition, guns and stuff, and claiming they have um, connection to intelligence services. Now, this guy could have very well been connected to the CIA because the CIA has said they have no comment. Now, who knows exactly what this guy was doing there? You obviously have to be an idiot to say, hey, I want to use the restroom, and you're, you're fully loaded for bear. 
I mean, it just seems ridiculous. Was he hiding the gun? It's hard to say. Let's look again at the, he had, it was a full size AK-47 and he had bags of ammo uh, in the car. It looked like a lot of, it's some federal, um, some looked like it was hand loaded, whatever. And it looks like a Glock handgun. But he was loaded for bear going to get into a preschool for what purpose? To use the bathroom, really? And then he told people he was headed over to CIA headquarters. Maybe he works with the CIA. Maybe he was a, see, the way I look at a lot of these school shootings, they're actually assassins that go and shoot up the school and then they put a patsy in their place. So perhaps this guy was a CIA assassin that was gonna shoot up the school and who knows who the patsy was gonna be because usually a patsy is brought in with a separate team after. There's only usually one assassin who does the wet work um, and then he has to be protected because he has the weapons. Obviously he has powder burns. There's ways to identify whether somebody is a shooter. So the shooter has to be protected at all costs. And that's what happened, that at least in my belief, that's what happened at Sandy Hook, is that the shooter actually got to run away and that another person was apprehended in the woods around the school, but had connections to law enforcement and was later let go. What the guy was doing in the woods around the school during one of the most infamous mass shootings in, in world history, it's okay, but no more questions here. And it's sort of like this guy. So I say this guy is a spook assassin who was gonna shoot up the school, um, but wasn't allowed in and was actually arrested. Who knows? But you know, no one's talking about this at all. I didn't hear anything on the news. It's not widespread. Uh, it's not widespread at all, uh, the coverage of this. Why is that? that? That says everything right there. So moving on to other news, Fox uh, Business, China state-sponsored actor carries out attack on U.S. critical infrastructure, Microsoft says. Microsoft says Volt Typhoon is a state-sponsored actor of the PRC. China state-sponsored cyber actor Volt Typhoon is targeting critical infrastructure organizations. I mean, and there has been actually physical attacks on infrastructure too that I say is probably done by the Chinese food infrastructure and other things. And they keep saying it's right-wing terrorists, you know, on the electrical grid. You have uh, snipers taking out, you know, shooting precisely at parts of, of uh, transfer stations, uh, electrical transfer stations, and, and knowing how to take them out. I don't think it's right-wing terrorists, even though right-wing might be a cover for the actual folks there that are taking part in the attack, but who knows? <laughs> I, I missed all these articles here. Here's another one. Campaign launch, Ron DeSantis uh, will want to forget. This is from the BBC. I'm sorry I have to pepper all these. Uh, you know, I didn't prepare well. Uh, put all these DeSantis things together. Elon Musk will be looking for scapegoats to blame for the fact that Ron DeSantis' campaign launch was technically a laughable farce with the sound cutting out and the link repeatedly crashing. It took 20 minutes to get it going. Ron DeSantis must be regretting listening to the advisor who thought this was a way to launch a campaign that needs rocket boosters to propel him to the level that the polls suggest his biggest rival, Donald Trump, currently enjoys. Like I said, it seems also something like this seems... Uh, very much like uh, like it was done on purpose. It's either sabotage or done on purpose. So either one or the other. 
So maybe they just need somebody in the primary to take shots at Donald Trump because um, they want to start attacking Trump early. If the lawfare doesn't work, they want somebody on the right to attack him during the primary season before the Democrats can start attacking him during the general. This is from the New York Post. IRS opened Matt Taibbi tax probe on Christmas Eve following Twitter files document dump. This was alleged before. Now it's proven that the IRS... um, opened a tax probe on Matt Taibbi after he published some of the Twitter files stories. The Wall Street Journal summer travel worry increasing runway near misses. Airlines and regulators are scrambling with incidents on track to break records. Personal strains stemming from the pandemic may be a factor. Again, with the fucking pandemic. It's not the fucking pandemic. All right, it's putting that fucking moron um, of the ex-mayor of South Bend, Indiana, because he's a homosexual, you put him into office as the Secretary of Transportation, uh, Mr. Buttigieg, Mayor Pete. I mean, it's just ridiculous. This isn't, he has to oversee transportation, that it runs smoothly and without near misses and accidents. He's not, he's enjoying the life of walking around like being some sort of superstar part of the administration, and he'll probably end up running for president again. This guy's an idiot. He never should have been put in. He has no transportation background whatsoever, except for the fact that he couldn't fix potholes in South Bend, Indiana. The Wall Street Journal also reports Target lands in culture war crosshairs over Pride Month. Retailers halt to its sale of some gay pride items fuels criticism it gave into anti-LGBT pressure. Uh, They're facing more boycotts. And again, or anybody owns a business, uh, whether they're stockholders or whatever, this is disastrous. And if you look at some of the items, it's it's lumped in with Satan. There's some satanic things. And then I told you yesterday about the shirt that says, yes, uh, yes, join my gay cult. And then it's got a picture of a skeleton with a, a, a rainbow flag. Wall Street Journal also reports Oath Keepers founder to be sentenced for seditious conspiracy in January 6th attack. Stuart Rhodes' crimes and the Capitol attack weren't 25 years in prison. I don't think so. I don't think there was seditious conspiracy. Um, they talked about keeping Trump in office. That was just stupid on their part. I think Stuart Rhodes is, um, is an FBI plant, informant, whatever. I think the, the, all those organizations were loaded with FBI assets. I mean, anytime you join an organization like this and you start talking about anything about taking on the government, um, you're going to have FBI uh, folks in there, whether they're actual agents or assets or people that are just uh, informants. You know, that's just not, you know, it's one thing if you want to plan when the shit hits the fan, hey, let's all get radios, let's keep in contact. You know, if the shit goes down, I got chickens, you have goats, you know, whatever, or cows or milk, or, or, you know, I plant corn, you plant wheat. You know, as a community, we'll stick together if civilization uh, and society collapses. But planning, openly planning or online or communicating about, you know, taking on the government is just dumb. The Washington Times, I mean, there might be a a time for that, you know, if people start getting yanked out of their houses um, just for uh, being dissident or expressing dissident views, you know, we're not, we're certainly not there yet, but going around, jumping around in the woods with guns and stuff and saying you're going to take on the feds is (laughs) not smart. Washington Times reports, uh, 
Rand's study finds no evidence military veterans lean toward extremism, support for fringe groups higher among general population. Indeed. You know, the pe- especially the people in the military now are very well-rounded and level-headed and they test you and everything to make sure you're not a nutbag. Because the last thing you want to do is give a nutbag guns and explosives and then put them in with troops. It's very unlikely. Most, most people in the military are very well-versed in political, especially the higher echelon, the special ops and stuff. They're very smart. They're, they understand what a political ideology is and, 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 and insurgency, counterinsurgency and all that stuff. Um, CNBC, young adults are taking longer to reach key life milestones impacting finances later uh, analysis shows. Now, just going back to the military too, is the reason the government hates the military is especially veterans is because they spent years and great expense training these people. They don't want to let them out into the general population that might be anti-government. So that's why they take out people like Chris Kyle is because he's like the best sniper in the world and they don't want him siding up with people that may be anti-government. You know, because then that's harder for military to defeat uh, the domestic population if you have people in the domestic population that A, have guns because of the Second Amendment and are well-trained. In any case, going back to the CNBC article, young adults are taking longer to reach key life milestones impact. It has to do with arrested development. Uh, You have adults in their 40s and 50s uh, playing with dolls and toys and stuff. It's just, you know, and and geeking out with all this frigging action hero Marvel comic bullshit. It, It just... It's really unnerving, and that's why this, we're in the state we're in, is because people don't grow up. They don't want to face the reality, and I've talked to many reasonable people, they just don't want to know. They don't want to face the reality which we're facing. And that's very scary for people, and then it causes them great uh, psychological trauma. They don't want to deal with it. And so, like my nephew, he like, didn't get his driver's license till he was 25, he knows, doesn't want to be saddled with the responsibility of owning a motor vehicle or driving one. CNBC also reports Microsoft warns that China hackers attacked U.S. infrastructure. We covered that already with a Wall Street Journal. And I think that's it. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining me today, Thursday, March 25th, 2023. That's it for me, Rudy's Revelation podcast. Thanks for stopping by and listening. Um, If you have a comment down below, please leave it. Let me know what you think about some of the stories I covered. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, click that notification bell, follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Get Our Minds. I'm going to try to get Harry on the line tonight. I know he wants to come in and talk about Ron DeSantis and uh, the campaign announcement. It may or may not happen. He's busy. He's driving all over Florida, so... I'm going to try to get him on. We'll see what happens with that. If not, stay tuned uh, tomorrow. I may or may not have a cigar review tomorrow. I still have that Rocket Patel and the Humidor that I want to spark up. Uh, I got a lot of things to do today. Uh, I may or may not fire it up. If I don't, um, maybe I'll feature something else. Maybe a whiskey. Um, We'll see. Or I might have to uh, go without that feature this week but enjoy the rest of your day and uh we'll see you tomorrow this is a conspiracy no 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 that is a conspiracy
order.